0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Barrett Ejectician Ryan Huang. Let's get into the bigger picture right now. Mm, and it's interesting because in spite of Omicron fears and some pessimism in other parts of the world in markets, it has actually been a stellar start for Singapore markets in particular so far. What's behind all of this, Ryan? That's right, guys. So we are looking at the STI up 15.6% year-to-date. It's now actually on an eight-day winning streak and at its highest levels in two and a half years. So the S C I last closing up by 0.2% at 3,288. Let's check in with Sheikha Jaswal. He is the Head of Equity Research for IHB Singapore. Morning, Sheikha. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. Happy to be here. Hey, glad to have you on, Sheikha. Let's... Check in with you on your um, outlook for the STI this year. You have a target of 3,440 and pretty much we are almost halfway there. We are now just 5% away from hitting that target. Are you you making any plans to revise your report?
1: good point there actually uh, there are a few things i would like to highlight here so, so ytd singapore is the best performing market in asia up about 5.3 percent and almost 70 percent of that increase has come from banks so the three banks have actually delivered close to 10 percent uh, returns on a market cap weighted basis on a full year basis, though, uh, we do believe that when we see a moderation in the economic growth rate uh, from 7.2% GDP growth rate to about 3 to 5% this year and further slowing down later, it does have an impact on STI's earnings growth and also STI's return performance. And that's, that's based on analysis for the last 10 years. So when we look forward into the next two years, we do think, you know, economic growth will normalize, earnings growth will normalize, and even life in Singapore will come back to Mm -hmm. a big sense of normalcy. With that keeping in mind, you know, we don't think there'll be an uh, opportunity to look at P-multiple expansion where earnings growth itself could be a bit volatile. So we are actually pegging a full-year STI target, uh, year-end target of Mm 3440, based on a 12.5 times year-end PE, which is a tad below the uh, 10-year average of 13.2 times. And we think we are fairly confident that as we get through the year, uh, much of the positive on the bank side will get priced in by a first half because we are already expecting interest rates to come in higher, uh, by March. The rest of these sectors will have a mixed bag of performance so we'll be looking at this market from more bottom-up stock picking rather than purely looking at STI as an opportunity
0: to invest. Yeah, Shekhar, let's pick up on the banks because like you pointed out, they are heavily weighted on the STI, one of the main drivers for the performance so far. And if I just look at DBS, it's um, risen quite strongly from the start of the year. It started at 32.79, now it's at $36 and I'm just scanning through my charts. Um, no, it's got a 20-year uh, horizon, and I don't see it anywhere near that high. I think I'm looking at a record high for DBS uh, um, stock price. Uh, what's the um, outlook for DBS? Is it too late to jump on DBS, considering how much is already run up? Uh, not really. We, we're still looking at a target price of 40-40. Uh, very funny number there, but yeah,
1: that, that's that's the kind of upside we're looking at from current levels. And just to highlight, you know, uh, looking at the three Singapore banks, historically, uh, earning sensitivity has been the highest for DBS when compared to the interest rate rate changes. Hmm. And, you know, we started the year expecting you would probably have two rate hikes. With the second half of this year in 70, we are now looking at probably three rate hikes. And that's what the dot plot is suggesting. So if interest rate starts moving earlier than expected, obviously, we will see that flow through into DBS earnings much earlier. And which is where the optimism is coming from.
0: Okay, so if you look at the other themes that might be playing out in the year ahead, you've got inflation, things will cost more, labour will cost more, goods will cost more. How much will that hit businesses in terms of their earnings in the coming quarters and who will be the hardest hit? Sure. I mean, uh, let's let's not always look at inflation from a negative perspective, right? I mean,
1: we had concerns on higher costs because Singapore is pretty much a price taker here. We have no natural resources. We rely on imported labor, food, energy, raw material, and come in the global supply chain disruption. So we did have an issue with those costs last year. So far, most businesses have been actually managing to keep those costs to themselves, which means we do expect some margin compression to kick in into the first two quarters earnings. But when we see a broad-based earnings recovery for the rest of 2022, we do think there's an opportunity for companies to pass on those costs to the end consumers. And this is coming on a backdrop of improvement in the labor market, where wage growth is probably going to kick in into the second half of this year. So yes, uh, near term earnings concerns for sectors which are excessively labor intensive. A good example would be construction, uh, those that are dependent on uh, imported raw materials uh, like FNB, and probably also on those that are dependent on higher energy consumption. You mean seeing uh, your oil prices moving up quite sharply. So transport would be one of those sectors to watch out for. But as I mentioned earlier, this is probably a near-term concern and not really a full-year kind of outlook that we're looking at.
0: All right, maybe prices might be going up if you're looking at those uh, business costs being passed through. And then you've got a GST coming soon as well. Now check out if you've got the landscape of Singapore stocks in front of you, where are you overweight on and what are you reducing exposure on this year? What's your allocation like for 2022?
1: Sure. I mean, that, that's a very easy picking here. Uh, you know, based on the investment teams that we are looking at, we are uh, telling investors you need to still play the economically opening story. Uh, you need to be bullish on the whole normalization of earnings growth. But you need to keep focus on buying quality earnings growth companies, which can deliver margin expansion, despite the rise in interest rates and the inflationary expectations. Our exports are going to be quite resilient this year, although the growth rate might come out a tad lower than last year. And we're still looking for dividend growth stocks, uh, where the dividend growth itself is quite Mm -hmm. sustainable. Keeping those in mind, uh, obviously, we are overweight on banks. Uh, That's a no-brainer. I'm sure it's a consensus view right now. But we also overweight on consumers, uh, especially the discretionary side, industrials, transport for the full year basis, and also REITs. And surprisingly, on the REITs, uh, we are more bullish on industrial REITs as a defensive pick right now. And we'll probably revisit the uh, subsector uh, allocation once we have more visibility on the. Uh, opening up of borders and more uh, domestic reopening. All right, being- and for sectors that we are looking to avoid, definitely avoid would be real estate, mm-hmm. especially after the cooling measures kicked in into the later part of December last year. Uh plantations are sectors where sector where we do think uh, overall CPO prices will trend lower over the next 12 to 24 months. And rubber gloves is a uh, sector that we are avoiding where we think earnings have already
0: peaked last year. Yeah, I'm just looking at your report, consumer discretionary. You've got Far East Hospitality, Gunting Singapore, uh, Thai Beverage. And for food products, you've got Wilma. So some stocks to watch out for in the coming year. We've been checking out Shikha Jaswal. He is the Head of Equity Research for IHB Singapore. Shikha, thanks as always for your time and have a great week ahead.